The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com, welcome to it. Don't you dare fast forward. I got some stuff to say to you. Yeah, we'll get to the episode in a minute. Calm down. Brand new episode. Name of the episode is Lee Bamba. Parabila Lee Bamba. It was going to be Bacula, but I decided Lee Bamba. Uh, <laughs> you'll find out why. Uh, listen, uh, a couple of things that I wanted to say to you about this episode. Uh, first of all, Shannon is on assignments. Couldn't make it. Uh, he's taking some time. But uh, the rest of us did. And uh, we had a good time. Uh, we also uh, want to remind you that this episode is free because of our fine, fine sponsors. The Nerd Store in the Valley Fair Mall and Dr. Volt's Comet Connection at 2043 East 3300 South in Salt Lake. Reminding you, if it's worth reading, it's in a comic. And we'll talk about some comics coming up on the, uh, on the episode. A couple of things. Uh, first of all, our merch is back. I know, I know, it went away for a, a bit, but uh, it's back. So go to geekshowpodcast.com and you'll see at the top of the page it says Geek Show Merchandise. You click on that and it'll take us to uh, take you to the place where you can get... Uh, we've got phone covers uh, for your uh, portable devices. We've got mugs, of course. We've got sweats. We've got leggings, sweatpants. Uh, all kinds of great stuff. Uh, just go to geekshowpodcast.com and click on the merch button at the top of the page. Easy to do. Also, remember our Patreon. We're doing deep dives, spoiler-filled, on Boba Fett, the book of Boba Fett. If you're a Star Wars fan, we're finding all of the you know, references and Easter eggs, so to speak, uh, on these shows and talking about them in our deep dives. So go to geekshowgotthiscovered.com. That's a link that'll bounce you to our Patreon because nobody can spell Patreon, apparently. But they can spell GeekShowGotThisCovered.com. So go there. We're doing deep dives on Boba Fett and a couple of other special projects that uh, Tony and Rebecca were working on something, uh, some fast food stuff. And, and I'll do an Ask Me Anything every now and then and uh, all that. Yeah, a lot of stuff on our Patreon. I enjoy it. Anyway, so let's get to this brand new episode. Lee Bomba, pleased to enjoy. Welcome back, everybody. Hi, how you doing? Everybody's looking so good. You're mixing songs there, but I like it. (laughs) My favorite joke I've ever heard was an improv sketch where they were doing a spelling bee, and the word was ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we're copyright strike. There There we we go. go. Okay. Oh, thirty seconds. Like we're barely just enough. Just enough. Just enough. God, I love that song. It's a good one. So does the uh, He loves that song. He's Jay Whitaker, everybody. What's up? I fucking love Dragula because, one, the first time my son ever heard it was when we were on our way to Vegas. Uh, this was a couple months ago, and he heard it for the first time, and, like, this, the night... Vegas hit j- just hit dusk, and it looked all Sin City and mysterious. He was like... He was like we're about to have a good time. I was like, fuck yeah, we are. So let's do some bonding. <laughs> and then we watched the Raiders lose to the Bengals 32 oh. to 13. Oh. But they play them again today and they're going to win. I feel it. 
Uh, All right. I want from uh, the rest of the panel, we'll continue with you in a moment, Jay. The rest of the panel, I want an incident where a song made your whatever was happening in real life better. All right. Okay. So think about that. Continue, Jay. Uh, just, hey, I got some shows coming up. Go to itsjwhitaker.com, I-T-S-J-A Whitaker, uh, J-A-Y, you fuck, you know my name. And then um, go there, <laughs> subscribe, please. That would be really helpful. I just had to fight Iceland for my website back. Iceland, you, I declare, we, we, we are in a truce. Hey, hey. We are hey, in a truce, hey, Iceland. Play hey, nice. Hey. Reykjavik, more like wreck your dick. Yeah. <laughs> hey. So yeah, follow my shit. Subscribe to my website, please. That would be helpful. Thank you. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, who who wants to go next? Who has a memory of a? Oh, Lee George Cade, everybody. Hi, Hi. Lee George Cade. Hi. Is this where we talk about how Dragula affected our life? No, songs. A, a song. Oh, okay. So one day I came down off five hits of acid in an apartment I'd never been into yes. in my entire life in the hate district of San Francisco, listening mm-hmm. to an Irishman and a Scotsman scream over a football game that was on television. And I woke, just reached up and hit the button on the TV and it went over to MTV and I heard uh, smells like team spirit for the first time ever. Oh my God. And I thought to myself, this acid's not out of my system. And why is that janitor so sad? <laughs> he was very sad, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Lee. Anyway, I saw the Pogues that night, and uh, oh yeah, that is the the very best. How did I get to this city? I don't remember anything. Story I've got. Oh, well, that, that's a Patreon. That's Patreon content, is what that is. I've got a few. <laughs> okay. Uh, who's next, Rebecca? Uh, there was one time I was at Coachella, and MGMT was playing, and. I don't know if you there's a there's a scene in American Dad where Roger is tripping balls and MGMT's uh, kids is playing and there's just nothing but colors and he's just flying through space and time. That's exactly what happened to me at that Coachella with that MGMT song. Nothing but colors and where am I? And then uh, and then Tom York took the stage and brought the whole festival down. Well. But Thom doesn't mean it. Thom, here's the th- here's the thing about Radiohead is that music critics keep telling me I suppose I'm supposed to like that band. You don't have to. And I don't get it. I don't get it. I, well, I just, just like the, the bands. The... I just like that album, and that's it. Literally the Pink Floyd of their generation, and he doesn't get it. I yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah, no, I <laughs> I I get it, and I I often say to you, Carrie, I think you'd really like Radiohead, but I think we just need to go on a road trip. I tried. I, I put Let's, on a whole He tried a whole to do album. a road trip once. Let's go on a road trip, Carrie. Let's do. We haven't done that in a while. It's been not since Disneyland and my one-man show of Planet of the Apes and the Swimming Pool. That and uh, Comic-Con. We're yep. going to San Diego. Uh, Tony. Hey. <laughs> you had to finish his Go-Gurt. <laughs> you third grader. It's delicious. <laughs> that's not Gogurt. I'll have you know that's risotto. It's Go-Gurt. risotto. It's simple. In... It's got less sugar. Yeah. Oh, okay. Risotto in a Gogurt pouch, I would oh, sure. vomit. Oh, it's wonderful. What? Suck no. I can't yeah. I can't think of a I can't think of one off the top of my head that was, you know, really cool in real life like that, but I will throw out a virtual <laughs> one. It's anytime. Just say it. Anytime <laughs> you use 
the Just huddle tell us, mechanic. Tell us the Tool album. Tell us what Tool Any, album. Anytime you life. use the huddle mechanic in Guardians of the Galaxy game. Anytime you use the huddle it's mechanic, awesome. it's, it hypes you up so much. You're like, <laughs> yeah. fuck yeah, let's do it. And it doesn't matter what song they put on with it. Mm-mm. It changes and it always works. Just the fact it's, that it happens is magical. Yeah. The huddle mechanic in the Guardians of the Galaxy game. <laughs> I live my life in a virtual world. Right. Thank you for joining us on this it's called the metaverse. video podcast. <laughs> now, uh, here, here's the risotto that I'm talking This is what I'm talking about, Rebecca. This is a, a great invention. We make a billion dollars and we shove it in their fat faces. I mean, with my brains and your money, put it this way. I've got a lot of good ideas. Are you about to shark tank me? Please don't shark tank me at my father's grave. I don't know what that means, but... Picture this. Oh, Jesus. I'm a man. I've been hard working all day. I've just got home. What do I need? A big bowl of steamy, creamy risotto. But who's got time for all that stirring? Oh, kids will be home soon. I give you risogurt. It's like go-gurt, but for risotto. Is that, is that <laughs> our friend Reese? You think people want hot, portable risotto? Also, is there yogurt in it? Of course not. It's 100% steamy, creamy risotto. Then why is it called risogurt? <laughs> I've got other ideas. I'm going to walk away now. We'll mull it over. We'll crack it, you know? What is what that from? What the fuck? It's from a show that was on uh, TBS for a few years called Wrecked. Well, it was, now uh, I have to watch it. It was about yeah. a, an airplane crash on a, on a deserted island, and these are the survivors. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Risogurt. You you'd like it, Rebecca. It's kind of a parody of Lost in a way. Uh, it's got our friend Reese in it. I'm down. Oh yeah, he's he's great. Carrie, uh, what's see. your song? Yeah, what's your story, Carrie? I have so many. I don't know uh, which to pick. Um, Obviously not Radiohead. Womp womp. Not Radiohead. <laughs> let me go. Let me go back to Las Vegas uh, with Jay. Sue and I were down there, and uh, we we rented a car, and the guy at the car rental place said, "I'm all out of the cars you asked for. Let me get you this red T-bird." So it's a convertible red T-Bird, and I'm like living the Hunter Thompson dream, driving oh. a red T-Bird through Las Vegas with essentially my attorney, my wife. And uh, yeah. so I said, we need some proper music. So we go to a CD store. This is how long ago it was. A what? <laughs> we go to a CD store. Sam I said, Goody. now, I said, I want you to think about the kind of music we're driving around in Las Vegas at night in a red T-Bird. I want you to think about, buy a CD. Think about that when you're buying a CD. All right, great. So I pull up. ZZ Top, Digwayo, with cheap sunglasses on there, which is perfect. Perfect mood for that situation. She came to the cash register with the best of George Michael and just <laughs> ruined. And you're still going strong. Everything. <laughs> Listen, every couple has at least like their one big spat. Yeah. Oh, that wasn't ours. Ours, ours was... Uh, in Paris. That's another story. You know, the Betty. funny thing about Kerry Jackson and Radiohead, though, is that he oh fucking God. loves Radiohead covers in movies and on Westworld. I do. <laughs> huh. Sometimes other people do it better. No. The songs are good. Dude, Radiohead is not. Yeah. Radiohead just should have been producers, not the actual music makers. Oh, it needed to be said. Thank you. Thank I didn't you, mean this you. to be turning into a I mean, bash Radiohead show. Yeah, I've so. never really cared for them either, so. Okay, I'm not right. afraid of them. Fuck you, Radiohead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, Monday computer, through, change the song. Monday through Friday, <laughs> 6 to 10. Uh, uh, x96.com where we will play radio ahead if one of the band members die okay uh, let's uh, let's you used you used you used to play creep like non-stop first thing we in still the morning, do back when you played music we still do 
<laughs> my favorite like thing about turning into Actually, X96 is the music doesn't ever change. My 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 book, my book, my book, Karaoke in Purgatory that I wrote in 1997 actually features a scene where the main character is listening to Creep by Radiohead on X96 as he leaves Salt Lake City to get hit by a semi truck. It's called what again? Uh, karaoke in Purgatory is the name of the book. And uh, it's not bad. We have oh, the karaoke a- rules. I have the karaoke rules for everyone here. You ready? Yeah. Hi, everybody. I'm your karaoke host, Peter Griffin. I will be up here far too many times tonight. Just a quick <laughs> reminder to all of you that even though we haven't started yet, there's already an hour and 45-minute wait. So go ahead and write down a song you want to sing, hand it to me, and I will let 15 musical theater people go before you. Remember, no repeats. We want to give everybody a chance to sing, although there will be the same rotation of five people up here over and over doing duets. All right, who's ready for me to kick things off and then go third and sixth? There you go. There should carry a few rules for today. So the, the story was essentially that anytime anybody died, they ended up in the uh, the karaoke bar of Limbo, and they would have to sing to go on to whatever their hereafter was. Um, oh, now, uh, Austral in the chat room says, check out the Radiohead, uh, an album. It's a reggae remakes of all the Radiohead songs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, with uh, Toots from Toots and the Maytals in there as well. Oh, okay. I'll check that out. Just- all right. Let's get this uh, over with here. Um, Literally, the Beatles of their generation. People are just yeah. I didn't <laughs> okay. really care for the Beatles either, so uh, it's part oh, of that's the course. thing is I'm more I... of a Rolling Stones kind of gal. <laughs> they're literally the Rolling. They're literally the Rolling Stones of their generation. There's a no, there's a podcast no. I listened to that made a that made a, a statement that I strongly resonated with. With uh, I don't really care about the Beatles. The only British rock band I love uh, is Oasis. And yeah. that resonated with me so deeply. <laughs> now, if okay. you to tell me that they're the tool of their generation, I'd be all over it. I mean, the who? No, well, that's not the who. Yeah. Yeah. That's a different band. They're on third. And really, it should be the whom, shouldn't it? Shouldn't it be the whom? Probably. Really? Probably. All right. Uh, now, uh, I don't know if you saw this or not, but uh, coming up on Monday, uh, I'm just I'm giving geeks a heads up because not all of us watch the football. Apparently there's some football game on, and they're going to be dropping our first real good look at Moon Knight. Y'all, I'm pissed. On Monday, the, the rumor is mar- the March. The rumor is March is when this show will drop. Oh yeah. Does that ruin waiting. your Excel yeah, sheet? I've, no, I've been waiting over a year for Ms. Marvel so, and for Moon Knight to come in here and just. Same. Why? Why are you paying attention to rumors? They're all wrong. Be, <clears throat> that's why I prefaced it not. with rumors. Well, we'll uh, find out. There was a rumor Matt Murdock wasn't Spider-Man. Yeah. There, there was. We'll, f- we'll find out that uh, you know when when it will release. We'll find out when it drops this week. So I'm just telling everybody so you can keep an eye on the internet and uh, look for that. I saw a still of the Moon Knight costume. Wow, they're doing it. I mean, they're doing <laughs> it. <laughs> I fucking love it. I was really surprised. I'm like, yeah, that's the costume. Oh my god, they're doing it. That's that's fucking great. <laughs> Ten-year-old me is like, you're not doing that, are you? Yay! Really? You are? Okay. All right. And also, uh, another one, Werewolf by Night. Um, Starring the, Jared Leto. The, uh, I, we, I don't know if we have a star yet, but uh, we do have some casting news. It's the Marvel's Werewolf by Night Halloween special. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, reports that Laura Donnelly from the Nevers has joined the cast. Uh, they're not saying who she is. It is speculated that she'll be playing Nina Price, 
who is uh, a vampire-werewolf hybrid from the comics known as Vampire by Night. Hmm. I see. I guess if you're familiar enough with the comic books, that, that resonates with you. All right. Ah, let's see. Quiet Place, Quiet Place, Quiet Place. There we go. Quiet Place 2018, Quiet Place 2 2021. Uh, the uh, movie company smells the money and said, let's do a Quiet Place universe. Uh, I mean, they were planning on making this a trilogy the whole time. Well, this one, uh, this is a spinoff based on uh, an idea from John Krasinski, uh, who, you know, was in with Emily Blunt, his his wife, uh, in the first two. Well, he directed Uh, the first one, didn't he? He directed and wrote, he wrote them both. Oh, he wrote them too. Oh, wow. He directed the second one. Yeah, they're all his. I think he directed, I think you might be right, Rebecca, but... This is uh, this is the Quiet Place universe, so it takes place in the same time as the movies, but just not starring Emily Blunt because she's busy, I guess. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, also directed by John Krasinski. Yeah, nice. They've got a director. Uh, he's in negotiations right now. He'll probably take it. It's uh, Michael Sarnowski. Now you may not know that name, but if you saw Nicolas Cage in Pig, you know that name because he's the director of Pig. I. <laughs> Okay. He's a, Nicholas, he's a, he's one of those new directors. That's a Nicolas Cage movie that should actually be watched as opposed to Prisoners of the Ghostlands. Come on now. Every <laughs> Nicolas Cage movie should be watched in some no, form or another. No. I'm going to talk about this at the end of the episode. There is one that should just be a stake Le- should be driven through its heart. It should be oh, you don't alone. like Mandy? You don't like Willie's Wonderland? I did like, you don't like both of those. Raising Arizona? I I liked that. I said there's one that should have a stake driven through its heart. The rock. the rock. He's talking about The Rock. What? Enter- entertaining if you're drunk or five. <laughs> <laughs> what if you're both? Ooh, yeah, exactly. What if you there watch it? What if Someone you watch it, it knowing it's a sequel to a, it, knowing it's a James Bond movie, and knowing oh. that Sean Connery is just an old James Bond? Yeah, he did that already. He did an old James Bond movie. I didn't think about it that way. But watch it's a good it again. Promise. Watch it uh, again. And we should say Shannon is on assignment today. Yes, Shannon is on assignment. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, well, <laughs> is, that, is that Jay's dog? I think it was nah, that, or, No, or it's Rebecca's me. Dog. I'm yeah, that, sorry. The, I that have dog all got the too animals much bass in, in his voice. Uh, oh, my boy. dog has a little bit more. He's more of a treble kind of dog. Quantum <laughs> Leap. Oh, Scott. we got Scott, Scott Dracula back, back in the house. Dracula! He's traveling through time and the actor is Blackula! No, Blackula. That's how they need to announce this. That's how they should. I well, it's it's is back and he's time traveling, (laughs) jumping into different bodies. Come on, you had the opportunity to do Bacula there and you didn't. Come on. I did say Bacula. What did well, I no, say? I mean, in the where it says Dracula, it. You're supposed to say Bacula. I. Yeah. I'm sorry, no. I don't know the lyrics of that song by heart. There's not much to it. You can literally all just say Dracula. That's all you need. All I ever know is the. Exactly. And that's where you riff, and then you put Bacula where it says Dracula. That's all I need to do. I don't want to be the one that tells her that that song was by Rob Zombie, not Heart. <laughs> I was I was waiting. Don't you for don't someone you shame Magic Man. Joke. 
and I didn't let you down. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Quantum Leap. Here we go. Um, th- they're, they're going to do a Quantum Leap show. Uh, but now they're talking about whether it should be the return of Bakula, Sam Beckett, or if he's just sort of in it. Just not not the star, you know. Get someone young to do it instead. Yeah, because he could be the new guy with the Palm Pilot because he's dead. Yeah, yeah. But isn't Scott Bakula got some like questionable uh, like hair? (laughs) You talking about Scott Bayo? Oh, I am thinking of Scott Bayo. Yeah, I don't think (laughs) I don't I don't think I've heard getting my Scotty B's mixed up. I don't think I've heard anything bad about Bakula. Bakula is supposedly a good dude. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Never mind. We're all good. I'm going to do a parody song with Scotty B now I'm going to do. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, 30 years. It'll take place 30 years after the original show ended. It'll follow a new team who has been put together to bring back the Quantum Leap Project and figure out what happened to Sam all those years ago. I, now, they say that like we all know what happened in the show. He, I don't. What happened? He, he kept leaping. He had an opportunity to go home and make it all right, and he was like, but I could, I could fix some lives, and so he just kept going. Did he leap into Hitler? No. <laughs> now there's a missed opportunity there. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Doctor Who that never happened. But it's a uh, <laughs> American Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah. It's being written by uh oh La Brea executive producer Stephen Lillian and Brian Winbrandt. Uh oh. So that's not good. Uh, but the original series creator Donald P. Belisario has risen from the grave and is going to produce. From the grave. Uh, well, he's old. Yes, he uh, they could to- they could totally have Scott Bakula ending up somewhere where he has access to advanced tech, and he's trying to lead the new Leaper to him to help him. And I they wouldn't could do, do that, that at all. A thousand I seasons. I would do Scott Bakula's Sam Beckett trying to stop them from finding him, so that he like he's gone. He's gone mad, and he's just so, trying to fix everything in the timeline. But he's got the timeline wrong. Well, it's Loki. It's also Missy in the well, Doctor Who, but you know, yeah. And, and, just keep and, what, and what Tony cute. and what Tony was describing was the plot of Ant Man and the Wasp. But uh, it's all been done. Before, it's all been done. Baby. Simpsons did it. Simpsons, Simpsons did it. Simpsons did it. Anyway, there you go. So that's uh, that's coming back. If you're a, if you're a fan, where it will be and who's going to be in it, we don't know yet. But it is being worked on. If you're a Quantum Leap fan, I hope it's on Tubi. <laughs> I bet you can over Tubi. There's that cartoon that they dropped on Tubi that I really want to watch because it has uh, John Goodman. Yeah, John Goodman and uh, who's the other person? There was another. uh, Anyway, but then it's got Pete Davidson, and I'm just like, a cartoon. What's it called? I'll look. I'll look. It looked. It looked kind of funny, but as soon as I saw Pete Davidson, I became disenchanted. Well, look it up, and we'll have that answer for you after these messages. We'll be right back. The Nerd Store at the Valley Fair Mall and Dr. Volt's Comic Connection at 2043 East, 3300 South, reminding you once again, if it's worth reading, it's in a comic. If you didn't get what you wanted this holiday season, the Nerd Store and Dr. Volt's are here to help. Spend your restaurant or store gift cards at the Nerd Store at Dr. Volt's like it's a gift card from them, which is what you wanted in the first place, right? The whole value must be spent in one purchase. No remaining balances will be transferred and does not transfer to a Nerd Store or Dr. Volt's gift card. Heading into the new year, make a resolution to read more and better comics. 
In January, the epic comic series from Fiona Staples and Brian K. Vaughn, Saga, comes off hiatus, and it'll be back in stores. And coming up soon after that, the new title, We Have Demons, from the insanely talented team of Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo. The Nerd Store at the Valley Fair Mall and Dr. Volt's Comet Connection at 2043 East 3300 South. If it's worth reading, it's in a comic. And we're back. Okay, yeah. and you found the cartoon? Yeah, Tony? it's called the, the Freak Brothers, and it's got a lot of really funny people in it. Woody Harrelson, John Goodman, like I said, Tiffany Haddish, Blake Anderson, Adam Devine, uh, Phil Lamar, lots of great people. I'm just going to have to overlook uh, Pete Davidson in there and, and watch it anyway, I think. Yeah, just 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 forget that he's in it. Uh, the Fabulous Furry Freak Brothers is, uh, I think, it, was it R. Crumb that did the art? No. Oh. It wasn't, but it was very It's that much, style, though. It was in okay. his style, yeah. Robert Crumb's style. Yeah, very old co- uh, comic book, The Fabulous Brothers. Actually, Free I think Brothers. it might have been Robert Crumb. Let me check. Look it up and see. Yeah, I know uh, my mom read them. She thought they were hysterical. She was always high, so it was cool. <laughs> nice. Uh, according to uh, The Hollywood Reporter, as of this recording, uh, the new Scream movie has knocked Spider-Man out of the... Uh, Top money maker. I love it. It's supposedly uh, pretty good. That's what I hear. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go see it today. Uh, and uh, yeah, let us know. Yeah. Uh, but uh, they're also uh, speaking of horror movie relaunches. Uh, you've got Texas Chainsaw coming to Netflix. You've got uh, and this, uh, the Final Destination movies. Did anybody see those? I did. Yeah, I, they're phenomenal. I, I enjoyed. Never got them. into them. I saw like, well, okay, I saw the first one. I, was, I thought it was too. It made me too freaky. So I need, to fin- <laughs> I need to finish watching them. It, uh, I enjoyed them. Uh, there was no, you know, Ghostface or Jason or anything like that. The, 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 the evil bad person was uh, not a person. It was just death. The abstract hmm. concept of death. And it's coming yes. to get you at And it's cost. coming to get you. Yeah. And it, uh, well, and the last one they tied it, they tied it all up. Like it's all just one nice circular cohesive universe. It's Which phenomenal. I, how many of I these enjoyed. are there? Should I watch these? Yes, I think you should. How yeah, because you will never drive behind a truck with logs on it again. Uh, See, and that that uh, brought that one to life for me because growing up on a farm, I have driven behind a truck carrying logs many times, and I watching that, I'm just like, that's again. too. Too close. Too close to real. You guys say that, but I still know people who drive past glass trucks after the omen. (laughs) (laughs) Glass trucks? Glass trucks. You know, trucks that are painted glass. Don't throw stones in glass trucks. I've seen tons of articles and stuff about stuff flying off trucks and smashing into people's faces and the cars behind them. It's not, that's not anything really new. Remember that? Remember that story about the guy that got a rebar through his head and then lived? Well, that's that's why you need to see these movies because it's all that kind of stuff. Okay. Because you, okay. you'll be watching, you know, you'll be sitting at a at an outside cafe and look up at one of these big neon signs that are uh, across the street from you, and you're like, "That's going to fall. That's just going to fall someday." <laughs> you know, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't watch these. <laughs> that happened so, by me. The KFC bucket, the KFC bucket pff, fell over. Went down. Yeah. So yes, there's Jay? there in in Boston there's this uh, there's this bridge I forget, it, there's this tunnel it's like the McCarran Bridge or some whatever I, I forget the fucking name I don't know where I live in this place anyways um, so back in the seventies when they were building this tunnel the top just fell on top of a car on some straight up Final Destination shit or and it just killed a guy 
And so still mm-hmm. to this day, every time I have to go into Boston for a show, I get freaked out every time I go in. This, I, I just go, I drive in. Mm-hmm. This is, this is P- POV of me driving. <laughs> Looking straight up. Uh, <laughs> there are five final destination okay. movies. So mm. watch all five of them. I think you'll I like can, them, Tony. I can almost beat a video game in that amount of time, though. Well, and here's the reason that you should probably. <laughs> Fucking nerd. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> here's the reason that you might want to check these out is because uh, you got your uh, John Watts, your uh, Spider Man director. Oh, he's he's going oh, okay. to be doing it, and it's going to be on HBO Max. Okay, so uh, yeah. there you okay. go. It's being called Final, Final Destination, Destination Six right now, mm. but uh, who it, knows? They it ruined planes for me. Like plane crashes are like a big fear in this old gal's brain because oh, of that I used, movie. I used to have a big like for a while. I was really afraid of flying, and then I just came to terms with if I got on that plane, I might die, and that'll be the end. Okay, Here, and I just get on the plane uh, and accept that I might die. I have a genuine fear of small aircraft. I won't get on helicopters or small aircraft. Uh, I had balloons. To a, Interesting. I, I had to do a radio bit where I had to co-pilot in a Cessna for a guy that was yeah. a, a local thing. Wow. And uh, yeah, it was really bad because the the guy, my co-host, he kept going live to me, and I'd be like, ah! <laughs> so you could <laughs> hear just, it over the propeller. I mean, Man just every was day. not meant to fly. Yeah. Every day, just Google search every day. You know, small small aircraft cr- crash. Oh, they're much more prone than the big aircraft. Exactly. Sure. There's there's at least one a day, and up to five a day, and it's just like that's going to be me. So I'm not. I'm not going. To. Yeah. For I want, me, I just with come... big airplanes, I just think about how many of them actually do take off and land safely every day. Oh yeah. And that for me, that's. Yeah. That's what I don't, calms me down. Yeah, I, I don't I, have I a problem with, with jets. I think about that, and then I also just think, today could be the day. Okay. Oh and I God. just get on the plane. <laughs> you just accept death you, every day? Only on the days I fly. Only on the days I fly. You need Rebecca, to see these movies, Tony. I might die on the way there, but you need to see these movies. Rebecca, yeah, that's I on brand Tony, though. That's Just Tony accepting, all right. Just could be I die today. Every time, every time I want to get on a plane, I'm just like, as I'm getting on there, I'm like, this is how they make that Lee Bamba movie. <laughs> Lee Bamba. <laughs> la, 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 Lee Bamba. Exactly. It's, it's, uh, L-E- it's L-E-I-G-H, Bamba. Yeah, and no one will see it or pronounce it right. They'll be like, I want two tickets to Lee Bamba. Can I get two tickets to Lee Bamba? Yes, two tickets to Lee Bamba, please. Yeah, I'm here to see Lee Bamba. I'm really... It'll never be a hit. Uh, let's see. Um, Real Steel. Oh, that, that Hugh Jackman Rock'em Sock'em. Yeah, Hugh Jackman Rock'em Sock'em robot movie. Are they bringing yep. it back? Yes. Uh, they're bringing it back in a form of a TV series for Disney+. Plus. This is what it should have uh, always been. Probably. Yeah. Uh, probably. Uh, deadline reporting that uh, it's... Uh, now, of course, they're not saying that they're bringing Hugh Jackman back. They're not... They're not specifying, but uh, they are going to uh, to make a TV series for a uh, for Disney Plus. I'm looking at the uh, people who are making it. Uh, Sean Levy, the original director, is on board as producer, um, with uh, his 21 Laps company, which made Free Guy and Stranger Things. Robert Zemeckis is on board as producer. So yeah, there you go. Maybe it'll be Hugh Jackman in the pilot, and he'll hand it off to somebody. I don't know. 
Maybe, Maybe he's the robot. I bet. I bet it's just a soft reboot, and it's just some other single yeah. dad. I bet you're. Right. I bet it's. <laughs> I bet it's Hugh Jackman's son trying to connect with his son that he's estranged from now, and they build a robot together. And then the cat's cradle song plays. Yeah. And the cat's in the cradle and the silver bot. Little robots yeah. and big robots. Bragula. Bragula. I had no idea this was going to be the musical episode. <laughs> Seems to be. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. While I'm while I'm throwing out to reimagining shows, this like, one. Yeah, do you have the other D plus news? Uh, no. What was it? Oh, Tim Allen's coming back for the Santa Claus. You know, yeah. I purposely don't have that because Tim Allen is a right-wing asshole. I thought so. that was a rumor. Is that confirmed? No, no it's, oh, confirmed. it's confirmed. Wow. It's confirmed. Is it a series or just it's another a series. movie? It's a series. Series? Oh, that means he's going to have regular work. That's unfortunate. It's Christmas all the time for this guy. <laughs> uh, no, this is uh, another reimagining. This is an American version of one of, uh, I know Lee loves this movie, one of our favorite movies, The Raid yeah oh yeah uh the raid if you haven't seen it is that it's the a tower Ty movie yeah, yeah it's, a it's a taiwanese film Fuck and yes, uh, it's so good it's, it's so good and if you if you have trouble with subtitles or that watch the judge dread movie same movie. Just made recently. Yeah, same movie it's it's the same movie essentially but you say you say recently that was 10 years ago it was 10 years it's ago a, yeah it's yeah. old now time i don't yeah. get it uh, but uh, they're they're going to reimagine it uh, for Netflix with uh, oh Michael Bay. Sorry, everybody. Oh, the cameras yeah. will never stop moving. So they're going to blow the tower up every episode. You know what the you know what the actual <laughs> the actual direct translation of the raid's title from from uh, Micronesian to English is spinny what? spinny stab stab. I don't. I'm calling blueberries on that. Yeah, spinny, spinny, stab, stab. Yeah, I'm gonna, exactly. I'm gonna call, I'm gonna call blueberries. You'll never know. You guys don't read the language. You don't know. Uh, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> it uh, had its uh, the movie had its world premiere at the Toronto Film Festival in 2011. Indonesian martial artist Iko Uwais became the must see movie among the festival Stop goers. It. It's like one of released. the Very one nice. of the if not the only action movie where a uh, the the lead is Muslim. And is actually mm. shown praying and being a badass. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, it's uh, it's they're gonna do it for Netflix. I would just recommend that you find the original and watch it if you haven't. The sequel's good too. It's, hey, it's I quite got good. I got an idea for Netflix. I tweeted mm. about this last night at one a.m. because it made me I so saw, mad. Yes. Uh, were you how about on, were how you... about this Netflix? Be a little more choosy on the stuff you want to fund and quit raising your prices every year, jerks. Yeah, you yeah, tell them. That's that is gogurt money. Honestly, I'm okay with Netflix raising their prices if it means they just keep updating their user interface because they have one of the best user interfaces of all the streaming platforms. And they I do. Disney Everywhere. has all the money in the goddamn world, and they can't so, spend just a so, little bit of it on their streaming so platform. Tell tell me Netflix works on Roku without telling me Netflix works on Roku. <laughs> I stand by my statement, even well, though it got glossed over. Jokes, no, you're right. jokes on you. The raid is on the Roku channel. Hey, cool. I've got that. Okay. It works great on my Sony TV. Uh, let's see. <laughs> uh, a couple of things here quickly. Um, Netflix. Uh, uh, looks like, uh, I'm still here. 
<laughs> Whoa. Oh, it's Saturday. What in the world? <laughs> away. Oh, okay, oh, there, there we she go. is. She turned her camera off for a minute. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, another issue of Action Comics number one sold for millions. Yeah, can you believe this? Where is it, this? Carrie? 3.18 million. Uh, it's right back here. I have it framed right back here. Yeah. Uh, 1938's Action Comic number one, uh, considered to be the most important comic of all time. Well. Mm. So I'm curious, <laughs> is that what it actually sold for, or are we getting scammed like what happened with some of the video games a couple years ago? Do you remember hearing about that? Like, oh, a signed or a, a sealed copy of Super Mario 64 sold for $1.3 million. You found out that that was actually several just people that owned those games and had a lot of money and they were basically mm. trading them at high prices to try and drive the price up. Well, mm. this was uh, from an auction house that I have heard of. Let me okay. see if I can find it in the story. So I think it's legit. Okay. This is uh, this is the rocket copy is what it's called. What does that uh, mean? Called the rocket copy because it features a rocket stamp put there by the 13-year-old who purchased the issue at a newsstand in 1938. So it's wow. not mint? It's not mint. It's but better for than some mint. reason, this, this made it special for some reason. Eh. Uh, so it stands, it is the most expensive comic right now ever sold, 3.18 mil, 3.18 mil. Uh, yeah. it's, uh, we just got the first appearance of Spider-Man, which I have over here for 3.6 mil in September of uh, 2021. And two other copies of Action Comics number one. Uh, the rocket copy is graded at 6.0 by that's, CGC. That's not damn. very high. Which is not high. That's that's. Oh, it's got a sticker on it. Uh, uh, people wanted this rocket copy. I. It, it eludes me. I don't know. It proves a child enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, apparently it's according to this story. Comic book collecting space is heated up during the pandemic. Because they're bored. Same reason why Star Citizen is doing so well. People are mm. people are bored and they're looking for something new. And well, in Star Citizen's case, AAA games have been such a huge downer that people are like, "I just want to do something." I wonder if it's be I wonder if it's because it's an actual physical copy. Because you know, I mean, I'm one of the few people that buy actual physical copies of comics rather than read them online. You know, so I wonder if it if that's it. It's because people are wanting. You know, because back in the day with the original art, you could buy the, you know, the original art that was yeah. in the comic books, mm, right. but they don't do that anymore. It's all electronic with the artists like our friend Chad Harden and guys like that, Ryan Otley. Uh, they use uh, digital. They use a computer to draw that stuff. They don't have the physical, frameable, you know, artwork that you could, unless you could do a commission. I don't well, know they don't tell you about. is if you put them all together, it takes you to um, a treasure map, kind of like <laughs> National <laughs> oh, Treasure. I oh, see. there you go. Uh, and this about comic books, uh, I'm kind of torn about this because I will read anything Jason Aaron writes because he, I mean, just the work Pretty he good. did on Thor alone is great, but Pretty good. He, he was writing the Avengers and it was terrific. And uh, just anything he writes, he's got a comic called Southern Bastards, which uh, he does every now and then on his own, which is great. But now he's going to be writing, and here's the problem I'm having, The Punisher. He'll do great on The Punisher. Maybe he'll make it good. <laughs> so should I read, I was going to yeah. say, should I read a Punisher comic? Yeah. Cause I mean, because maybe, he, like, maybe he'll even, you know, turn it around for 2021 to make it what, mm -hmm. it, you know, like right. actually 
represents hmm. rather than people co-opting stickers for their trucks. And <laughs> if yeah. I'll just say this right now, there's a lot of characters doing a rebrand. They're rebranding a, a, a character on HBO Max that we're all enjoying, and it's kind of oh, funny. yeah, yeah. They're they're slowly rebranding it, and so who knows? We'll see. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. Uh... Here's what uh, Jason Aaron's new 13-issue Punisher sounds like. It's going to take a different approach by distancing Frank Castle from himself. Uh, here's the synopsis. As the Punisher, Frank has become the most accomplished killer the world has ever seen. After a shocking secret pushes him to become the Warlord of the Hand, he now oh. serves the Beast, a role he's been fated to fulfill. Tragedy, war, and rage come together as he takes up his sword and new armor with the most notorious clan of assassins in the Marvel Universe, uh, will it mean the end for the Punisher or a whole new bloody beginning? Hmm. So he's going to be working for a literal demon yep. as part of a group of evil assassins. And knowing that Jason Aaron is a traditionalist, that means he's going to face off against Daredevil quite a bit. So, mm. Oh, okay. Well, then yeah. I'm there. If and you saw you saw the the changes he made and the choices he took with, with both Thor and Doctor Strange, how good his Star Wars comics were. Yeah, this is a no-brainer oh, yeah. for you, Carrie. Okay. Uh, says the, uh, says this is uh, Marvel's doing two things. The first is moving the Punisher away from the mundane world of murdering mobsters and criminals and making his character more fantastical in nature. He'll be wielding a sword and wearing armor, it says here. Nice. Uh, Jason Aaron says, after writing the Punisher over the years, I've always been fascinated by the character, what moments made him the Punisher even before that fateful day in the park, how far he will go to win the war he is that has consumed his life. Spoiler, as far as it damn well takes. Uh, the story is destined to step up a uh, dark and tragic evolution of Frank Castle from troubled kid to heroic soldier to revenge-driven vigilante to duly anointed king of killers. Yeah. Okay. And Frankencastle. Oh, sorry. Wrong comment. <laughs> Frankencastle was enjoyable. And didn't he become the cosmic ghost rider, Frank Castle, in the I comics? Think so. Shannon I think he know. did. Frankencastle was the name of the, uh, the doctor you're thinking of. Frankencastle's. <laughs> Yeah, monster. no, it was, it was Frankencastle's monster. <laughs> Frankencastle's monster. I'm here for it. Let's let's go. <laughs> All right. Okay, I'll put that on my hold at Doctor Bolts. Then we'll get it. We'll let you know about it. I'll read it and tell you about it. What do we get it? Yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's uh, we're gonna find out what you guys consumed coming up after, after these messages. Are you troubled by strange vaccination theories in the middle of the night? Do you worry that the vaccine has changed your DNA? Have you or anyone in your family seen a magnet clinging to a recently vaccinated person? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Mythbusters! Our courteous and efficient staff is on call 24 hours a day to serve all your vaccine-related conspiratorial needs. We're, We're ready to inform you! Call Mythbusters 304-804-MYTH. That's 304-804-MYTH. And we're back. And thanks to our chat room for reminding us we neglected we, yeah, at the beginning of the show to raise a glass. Yep. Bob Saget, everybody. She yep. fucked me up, bro. Mm. That was unfortunate, unexpected. He was Had him on the show once. America's dad. Had him on the show once. He was a nice guy. Um, now, uh, of course, uh, the best performance that he ever gave was in the uh, movie The, Arist the Aristocrats. Uh, <laughs> That's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. <laughs> apparently, his his performance of the aristocrats is is legendary. Mm. Uh, everybody does a different take on it, and apparently, his was extraordinarily. 
Now that movie's about the joke that that can't be told or something like that. It's the no, world's it's, dirtiest it's, joke. It's the world's the dirtiest, dirtiest joke. That's right. Joke. It's so, the dirtiest joke, and it's different whenever anybody tells right. it. It's different every time. My question, having not seen it, is: Do they actually tell you the various versions of the joke in the movie? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It's not like a yeah. Some it's sort a of secret. it's a bunch of different comedians telling it, and gotcha. like their like the history, like how they heard it, and it's just like how this mm-hmm. joke has like evolved over time. I see. And there's a there's cool. a great portion of the documentary where. It was just after 9-11, and nobody was sure whether they could be funny or not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so there was, uh, I want to say it was the roast of Hugh Hefner was, uh, was uh, being shot shortly after. And Gilbert Gottfried did a joke about uh, planes stopping in New York or something like that. Uh, I can't remember what it was. The audience turned on him. Ooh. Yeah. Just booing yep. him and all of that. And then so he decided that he was going to do the aristocrats and he took he took 10 minutes and did this brilliant version of the aristocrats and won the audience back i love it uh, with that joke uh but a great documentary uh let's see and then finally this before we find out what you guys have been watching this week i'm here for this this is not genre it is kind of because it's about collecting but uh zach galifianakis and elizabeth banks are going to star in a movie on Apple TV called The Beanie Bubble. It's about beanie babies. Yeah, cool. <laughs> oh, okay. Nah, man, I'm good. That was, that was, that was like, no, I'm good. that was the first speculative market that I think was driven entirely by greed and not yeah. like, oh, I like, because oh. those weren't the For best sure. stuffed animals. And people were like, oh, I hear these are worth money. I'm going to buy all of them. As opposed, exactly. to like, as opposed to like comics collectors and action figure collectors, they're usually like, I like these, so I'm right. collecting yeah. them. So but, they're like NFTs? Yeah. They're one of my, um, favorite, one of my favorite things is uh, watching an old old footage of a courtroom case that was a divorce where they had a giant pile of beanie babies in the middle and each person, you know, each spouse got to take turns picking what beanie baby they wanted. Jiminy yeah. Christmas. The, <laughs> the Beanie Bubble is based on uh, Zach Bissonnette's book, The Great Beanie Baby Bubble, Mass Delusion and the Dark Side of Cute. Isn't uh, there's a there's a docuseries on Hulu or it's on HBO? Netflix, I think. It's Netflix. called like Beanie Meanies or something like that. Yeah, there's a document mm. there's a docuseries that's out right now. This is uh this is a movie based on the book written by Saturday Night Live alum Kristen Gore, who will co direct the movie uh, with her husband uh, Damien Kulash. Uh, oh, he's also he's in the band OK Go. He's the lead singer. Oh, OK. Cool. Good for him. Go. <laughs> Beanie Mania is what the other one's called. Uh, the description of the movie pulls back the curtain on the absurdities and injustices of the American dream. Yep. Uh, it's it's celebration of the women who helped power Ty Warner's success, whose strengths and good instincts shaped and amplified the phenomenon, but whose names are not on the Beanie Babies heart-shaped tags. It's uh, Ron Howard, Brian Grazer from uh, Imagine Entertainment, and it will be coming to Apple TV soon enough. Yeah, if you want to get your, if you want to wet your whistle with uh, Beanie Baby stuff before then, Beanie Mania on HBO Max is the one that the other one we're thinking of. I'm good. Okay, you know, (laughs) it's not for everybody. What, uh, (laughs) what, uh, what have you consumed this week, y'all? I, if you don't mind, I'll go first because I missed. Please. couple weeks uh i jumped right into peacemaker i'm very much yep. enjoying that yeah. it's it that show does not give a fuck 
Like mm-hmm. it's, it's nope. it just go in with it with a if you you don't even need to know shit about Peacemaker and I really don't, but that show does not give a fuck. They it's it's forty minutes every every episode. The episodes could easily be twenty minutes, but it there's a lot of episodes where it's just dialogue for no reason. They'll just break. They'll argue about random shit. They'll argue about Louis C.K. They'll argue about the Berenstain Bears. They'll just argue <laughs> about random shit. And it's I so love it, funny because it's slow. Yeah. Like you're like they could be moving the story along, but nope, they're gonna fight this out. <laughs> like that's why I fucking love it. Um, I've been consuming an enormous amount of stand-up, um, and it's been it's been great. Uh, my goal this year is to shoot a new stand-up special. I am ready, and I re- uh, subscribe to my website so you can support do that. You, uh, do you uh, do you want me to fly out and produce that for you? Uh, you can. I, I'll shit, film, I I'll film. Fu- I'm going to fly out and produce your show. I'm going to fly out and film it. I'm going to produce it. I just want to see I'm going to, I'll be your, I'll be your, your craft services guy. Damn. All right. Well, cool. No, um, okay. Just, um, I would, I would highly implore you to check out Nicole Byers, a big, uh, BBW special. That was, that was fun. Brian Simpson on standup on the new standups was great. Michelle Buteau was great. Uh, Michael Shea's got a new one that that's definitely worth checking out. Um, there's probably some other shit I've been consuming, but I probably forgot. I just, I'm just happy to be back. I love you guys. Bye. <laughs> Aw. Who's next? I'll go next. Um, I am also happy to be back this week because I was out on assignment last week. And, uh, so I have a, a fairly extensive list here, uh, that I will run through. We caught up on Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Just, just great. The 15th season was so funny. I loved it. Um, and then, uh, we're up to the latest season, but I haven't started yet of Expanse. We, we, we caught up on the previous season. God, I need to get caught up on that. Oh man, it's so good. I'm, we're excited to start this last season. It just barely finished last night or the night before, I think. So we can binge them all. Last Uh, season is the end of it. Yeah. It's the, the series finale they say they're gonna do some more stuff later i guess but yeah it's well they're the they're at now. the end of they're at the end of the first story arc major story arc in the books and where it goes in the books is like later like yeah later. I, i've read i've read further in the books and it jumps like 15 years or something yeah. like that so um speaking of nicole buyer oh man i can't get enough of oh, her on nailed it she is yeah, so nailed it great she's on another show called like ah oh, fuck Wipeout. I, nope 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 it's uh like Great crew or some shit. Um, oh, uh, the Grand Crew. Yeah, Grand Crew. It's a very a, that, funny that's show. My, that's my other recommend. Yes, What's check that, that I out. Watch it. Grand Grand Crew. It's about it's just about black folks living in L.A. just emerging and being themselves. Um, and that in Abbott Elementary. I'm sorry, I forgot those. Yeah, but yes, Abbott Elementary is also very funny. Yes, I check those out. That's my list, and I've recommended that to Shannon because it's about grade school teachers. Uh, so, so yeah, the. Uh, I, I've got three shows that star two people that I've been watching a lot of. Uh, Nailed it with Nicole Byer, Wipeout with Nicole Byer and John Cena, and then Peacemaker with John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> so we've been watching a lot of those. Wipeout is uh, a little too scripted. Uh, Nicole Byer pulls it off well. John Cena, you could tell he he wasn't quite putting his heart in it or maybe wasn't quite directed as well as he is in peacemaker because gotcha. in peacemaker he is amazing he's, he's so good. solid um 
And then uh, let's see. I already said Peacemaker. Um, I started. I started the Deadpool game from about ten years ago or so. I think it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a good game. It's good. Yeah. It, yeah. it, it might actually be raunchier than uh, than it the is. movies. <laughs> it is. <laughs> did, it come out, did it come out before the movies? Yeah. I, was... I think. Yeah. It came out. Yeah. And right. it wasn't based on the movies. It was based no. on the uh, the comics. Based yeah, on the comics. Yeah. I had no and, idea uh, there was even a game. Yeah, oh, it oh, came yeah. out on it's super good. It came out on Xbox 360, and then they they did a little mini like re-update for it for Xbox One. So if you have okay. an Xbox One or an Xbox Series, oh console, my god, I do remember this. That yes, I t- okay, never mind. I told and yes, it, I totally remember this. Uh, uh, Rebecca, you're muted. You muted yourself. It would seem. Oh, whoopsie doodles. Uh, it unlocked a puzzle box in my brain. I do remember this game now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and so yeah, it's, I totally remember and, now. And the uh, the guy they got to voice Deadpool is uh, Nolan North, North who's... who is a fantastic voice actor in tons of video games. Most notably, yes. he is uh, Nathan Drake on the Uncharted games. And so, anyway, he's great in this. And yeah. and he Nolan North was the first person. It was our first uh, time we got Deadpool in Hulk versus. If you go watch Hulk versus, yep. he is oh, the it voice was Nolan of Nolan North too. Yeah, he was the that was the, that's was some the OG shit. Oh, nice. wow. He was the he That's, was the uh, he was the voice behind Deadpool, which gave us our very first possibility. Right. So yeah, so I I highly recommend that. So far, I've played about two hours. It's a lot of fun, and uh, mm-hmm. it's zany, super zany, um, and super raunchy. So uh, let's see the other thing. Um, oh, uh, I'm about seven episodes into Foundation on Apple TV. Love it. Really cool. I heard that was good. Sci-fi. They, right they, there. they did some amazing stuff with Foundation because the original book that that's based off of was written in the mid '40s, mm-hmm. and a lot of the characters, if not all of the characters, were male and Caucasian, and so changing like half of the cast to female characters, and also changing the the uh, racial background of the characters so that it wasn't just so fucking Caucasian, and they made they well, it's the same crew from the Battlestar Galactica reboot. It's Marvel yeah. oh. and his crew. Yeah. And it's oh, just okay. it is it's really cool. cerebral good sci-fi. Big time. Yeah, I'm really enjoying that. I read Foundation probably I don't know, 15 years ago, so I don't remember a whole lot from it, but man, this series is pretty dang cool on Apple it's TV. It's really good. And then uh last but not least, I've been I've been reading uh the Hulk comic books from like 2012 and on up, and I think in 2012 it was Hickman and then it changed hands a few times. But I got to the point where all of a sudden it's not Bruce Banner anymore. It's Amadeus Cho. Yeah. And I, and I was like, what? the incredibly awesome Hulk. Yeah. To- yeah. And I was like, what the heck's going on here? So I did a little bit more research and I found out I hadn't read Secret Wars, which I guess kind of plays Good. into that. Good. So now I'm reading the Secret Wars from 2015. That is some cool stuff. It's, you got God really Doom cool and shit. everything. Yeah. Yep. You never so, read that shit? No, that, I never yo, read that, that, man. That shit's fire, man. Once you get into God Doom and like, oh, and the yeah, whole they just, you, they just reintroduced Molecule Man and stuff like th- that, and oh, I'm yeah. just like, oh his, man, this his is throne cool. is Yasidral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which oh, that's I didn't, fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, can't read that before bed because <laughs> I can't read that before bed because it gets my brain moving too much and I can't fall asleep. So <laughs> it's good stuff. Who's uh, who's next? Uh, you want to go? I can, go for I'll, it. I'll go. I, I, I didn't really do much this week. I finished uh, season two of The Great. Uh, phenomenal. Love it. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend. Um, yes, very good. 
we watched Eternals because my husband had not seen it and he oh. knew nothing about it. And so uh, everything's happening and he's like, who is that? And I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like, she looks like a young Angelina Jolie. And I'm like, babe, that okay. is Angelina Jolie. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, what? Uh, <laughs> um, I like him. He's great. Uh, <laughs> I played this VR game this week called Demio, uh, where it it you play D and D with your friends in a VR space, and it does all the oh. work for you. Yay. And there's fun animation. It was a blast. And then because I had my VR hooked up, uh, I Beat Saber has a Billie Eilish music pack and a Lady Gaga music pack, so oh, I nice. got both of those. Um, and then one other thing I'd like to recommend, there's a YouTuber named Julie Nolke, N-O-L-K-E. Uh, she's a very funny comedian. She puts out, you may have seen yeah. it, she went viral for uh, explaining the pandemic to my past self. She just released um, episode five of it, I think. Uh, very funny. I recommend all her stuff, Julie Nolke, on YouTube. And that's all. All right. Lee. All right. I did some homework this week, so... Um, First off, my my youngest um, my youngest child really loves really shitty um, what's his name Nicholas Cage movies. So yeah, no, we, they're all great. We 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 finally we finally found the one that is not ever worth watching, no matter how badly you want to watch a bad Nicholas Cage movie. It's so bad that even when he yells testicle for like a second and a half long you're still not entertained. Even when he does a great scene where instead of getting in the souped up sports car and drives away triumphantly, he just gets on a bicycle and rides out of the compound. You don't watch prisoners of the ghost land, no matter what. It's <laughs> okay. just, it's just, it's a movie where somebody said, how about we get Nicholas cage? And he said, yeah, I've got a tax payment due. Mm. <laughs> and that was Sounds essentially right. it. Uh, Boba Fett season one. I know that it's polarized some of the people Ooh, because, and I I'm think I've it. I think I've established why. I think a lot of people have their head canon that he's such a badass lone wolf that he doesn't need friends. Now, how can see, they this have? Is... How can they have that head cannon? He lost he, it, it, by getting he had pushed like eight into a pit because because they they got their head cannon was established and fed by the old expanded universe and so yes uh, yeah. okay 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 and this is this was a Twitter back and forth that I had with a guy who he's a good guy I know him uh, but he is upset because uh, Boba lost his balls in the Sarlacc pit and I went Boba jumped uh, in that Sarlacc pit Prove me wrong <laughs> I went. I went, well, I disagree with you. I think he's, you know, we're establishing in the show, he's learning some stuff from the sand people, all yeah. right? And it's changed him. No one and goes it alone. You should never exactly. go it alone. Finished, so there you go. Yeah. I finished season two of The Witcher. I only had two episodes left last week, and oh my holy hell. I When you get fantasy right, mm -hmm. and you get yeah. it that right... Come on, let's oh, talk about it. Oh my gosh. And the fact that Vesemir was, uh, was the uh, handler for the um killing eve for uh, i just i just love 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 kim kim uh kim bostria great actor kim that's not his name anyway uh yeah yeah kim basinger i've been listening to dana gould's podcast uh about once a month and he's fantastic i love it it's so sincere and so just i i could have a beer with him almost as easily as i could have a beer with the venture brothers guys uh <laughs> And then, uh, Zana Gould, uh, subscribe to his newsletter. He does a thing called the Cinemorph. So great. I've been reading those too. And Lost he sends it comic. to you. 
yeah. a couple of times a week. Yeah, he's, uh, uh, he, t- he just talks about old movies, and it's great. Two other things. I My wife has been re-watching Heroes because she hates herself, and uh, that's <laughs> not, not really on. it. You know what? The, the first, first season, season of Heroes is really good. <laughs> can confirm. Yeah. What's interesting with the second season is I think they didn't know they were getting renewed, and they yep. went through like three showrunners because we just got to the point where – Peter jumped to the future with Caitlin, the Irish girl who had a really bad accent, and then just leaves her there, never to be seen again. Like, they're just like, literally, new showrunner comes on and goes, I hate that character. I don't get like that, that actor. Get, get him out of here. And you just, like, write him off. Oh, where are we going now? I don't know. Let's go to an island with a polar bear. And then uh, the last thing I wanted to bring up was um, the exercise of watching Eternals, which I have thoughts, because this is where I'm at. My wife was bored sure that has okay. never happened in a marvel movie ever and we talked about it afterwards and i was like where did it go wrong because i had my issues as a lifelong marvel fan to only know like two characters i mean we're talking lifelong marvel fan if it came out i read it right so mm-hmm. i i was just unfamiliar with everybody and we were just like okay it, it wasn't bad it just we were indifferent to it and then we were just like at the same time literally said this should have been a tv show because yeah. If they had taken a season to introduce these characters, the actors were I good, agree. the direction was good, the action was good, but it was eight characters they were trying. To, it's literally like, let's introduce the Sinister Six in the first Spider-Man movie and not tell you anything about it, right? So, yeah, it's it's one of those things. I loved two of the characters, and they killed one of them almost instantly, you know? So yeah. um, It's an indie Marvel I'll get, movie. You know what? I'm... I'm with you on this, Lee. That should like I would have loved to see that. Not even it doesn't have to be a miniseries. Just give me six episodes. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Six like, episodes. That shit would have been solid. I, I still Marvel, loved it. I still agreed. loved it. But six. I I would have liked to have known the characters more than oh uh, she pretty I bone and uh, she my she my friend and that's basically like give me a reason to care for these characters. And yes. I think they could have done it. And I think they could have knocked it out of the park and then done an Eternals movie afterwards yeah. after we knew who these guys were. So I'm with and you. I'm, I'm not, I'm not simple minded. I'm not going to be well, like, Oh, I don't know these characters. I don't care about them. I've, I've had that in movies and it didn't bother me, but look at, look at uh, the roadmap they took to get to the first Avengers movie. And you're talking about right. six disparate characters right. that people actually know. And they took how many, you know, five, Five exactly. movies to get up to that point, and then exactly. they just try to do it all in one with Eternals. And it was just, it was just so many characters, and then yeah. done right. So, and I like, I still liked it. I mean, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm in the, I enjoyed it camp, but yes. I see definitely what you're saying there. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I remember saying that I felt like it was unnecessary, and I'm still afterwards going, I really, it could have been very necessary, but the route right. they took with it was sure. very much, yeah. So. Right. It, uh, it, it, I, I very much enjoyed it. Um, but uh, I, I see your points. I yeah. see your points. Yeah. I would have liked a TV series. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to knock any. I'm not going to knock yeah. anybody who loved it. But it's like yeah. this. This and Norton's Hulk movie or Marvel well, movies. I, I won't go back to. I try to warn people with this movie. I say this is not you know the rich guy putting on the suit of armor and getting no. the bad guy. It's not that. It, it, there's a lot going on. Yeah, you um, don't even know who the bad guy is for the first yeah. two thirds of the movie. Exactly. Yeah. And right. I'm gonna I'm gonna shed some light on a comment that we just saw. Uh, Endless Nights video. I don't know if we can highlight that comment, but there's they're not characters. They're sad robots, and it's great. <laughs> and like, on, but honestly, that's a that's a great point to have. Is just like yo, it, it's. 
they're different. You know, C three PO was also a sad robot, but I got some time to get to know him. No, he was angry. He was swearing the whole time. They had to beep that. No, three PO was a Karen droid. Three PO was a Karen droid. Oh yeah, that too. Yeah, whatever. I don't know. Uh, is that is that Italy? Would you? Okay. Uh, real quick, I had I I also watched the Eternals again and uh, quite enjoyed it. Uh, I said my piece about Boba Fett. I think that Lee summed it up perfectly. Your head cannon is screwing with you. Mm-hmm. Let the show happen to you, as opposed it, to uh, trying it, to make it happen. Let it wash over you like a tank full of Bacta. Yes, uh, Peacemaker. Uh, I didn't think I'd like it that much, but boy, I do. Yeah, and I why it. am I surprised? Because it's James, it's James Gunn. Gunn. It's James Gibbs. Gunn. He's written and directed and picking the music, and the music is great. Yep. So, mm-hmm. uh, it's yeah. Matter of sp- fact, there's one episode that is very much about music, and I love it. Yes, <laughs> he's got a, he's got it on Spotify, the Peacemaker playlist. Of course, so he does. you can go there. Awesome. Uh, uh, Paramount Plus is killing it with all my Star Trek. It just it just keeps getting better. I didn't think that I would like that cartoon so much, and I do. Uh, Star Trek Prodigy. I, I I thought, well, this won't be for me, but I'll I'll let I'll take a look at a few. No, I'm in. I'm in. It's it's quite good. Hey, hey, brother! I just want to make sure you, uh, if you got Paramount Plus, make sure you uh, check out Yellowstone. You know, uh, good show. <laughs> oh, thanks, thanks. Good show about <laughs> about uh, rich white people having problems, and uh, I, you know they got to deal with minorities sometimes. But if, if, that, if that's your thing, man, just jump right in on, brother. I I don't I don't know. Right, uh, on Netflix now there is uh, <laughs> there there was a you you say you've been consuming some comedy. There's this uh, very famous comedian in France named uh, gad and i forgot his last name. i know what you're talking about but i'm i'm not i haven't seen that with special but i know what you're talking so about. i watched that special because you know I'd, I'd heard about this guy and he was damn funny mm. and he's referred to as the seinfeld of france he's huge brings hey. me to the netflix show huge in france i was gonna say isn't this the guy who's like huge in europe but like his comedy just does not translate over here well, exactly. He's but he didn't he did an English speaking special okay. and it was very very funny. Uh, but uh, he has a series called Huge in France, which he plays a version of himself, and he you know he's this big star in France, but his uh, he's got he's got an estranged wife and son in Los Angeles, and his son is having some problems, and so he decides to go there to try to help the kid, and his usual way of getting things done is just not working here because nobody knows who he is nah. <laughs> ah. and his his family is awful his kid is awful his wife is awful she's dating an awful person uh <laughs> the poor guy he you know he's wondering if he's even funny in france you know because he's <laughs> having his doubts so he tries to he goes to a an open mic at a bowling alley okay uh, yeah, <laughs> oh, God. The, those, and I we bet, don't see his, of those we don't oh. see his set. We don't see his set. See if this uh, sounds uh, even close. He comes out of the open mics in the bowling alley, and then the, the guy who was running the open mic comes out, stands next to him, and they're, they're just kind of looking into the camera, and he goes, that was, without a doubt, the most painful eight minutes that I have ever witnessed doing this. <laughs> um, you say you used to do comedy? Uh, I would... Uh, continue with not i don't think you should do comedy ever ever again uh, i've never <laughs> brutal <sighs> but it's, I, a, it's a very a very funny show um so check it out klamath falls uh in oregon 
I have bomb there in a dude, bowling alley. Dude, 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 hold on. Everybody yeah. bombs in K-Falls. Do yeah. not run out of gas in K-Falls. Do not stop in K-Falls. If you seriously, everybody in K-Falls has bombed, and that's why they are in K-Falls. You do not yeah, go but to it was, K-Falls. I was you, drive past, you drive past that haunted-ass lake, and you keep going. Okay, thank you for thank you Sick for that. burn on K Falls. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fuck y'all, Clement Falls. Oh. We coming. Yeah, you just got you just got baculud. <laughs> uh, games, sad Tony. Robots. Uh, games, see. Tony. Is it true they've stopped making the Xbox One as of this week, or yes. supporting it, or yes, something? Yes, that is. Yes. No, no, not not supporting it. They've stopped manufacturing more models. Okay. okay, so I, I guess I really do need to move on to the... What's the next one? PS5, Xbox so. Series X. Series okay. X, okay. Yeah. I guess or I Series S. One. I would say get a Series X, though, because you have a 4K TV, so... All right. All right, I'll get uh, it. Let's get see. It. Um, it was really funny, though, not, that you mentioned that. Sony's uh, response to not having enough PS5s was to increase production of PS4s. <laughs> Which well, I mean, because we can't get PS fives. <laughs> yeah, but why would you want to buy a PS four if you want yeah. to buy a PS five? That doesn't make any sense. If and, they're forty and... bucks, I'll get one. You know, right? <laughs> there are some people guys, who I truly just do not care. And then, yeah. and then, uh, Microsoft's response was, "Well, we, we're stopping Xbox One and putting all of our resources into making more of what people want: Xbox Series." <laughs> Listen, if if I can get a new PS4 for forty bucks, that'll give me a chance to play those Spider-Man games that I've wanted to play. So, that's you know. true, and they are fantastic. Highly, highly, I highly recommend those uh, games this week. Though there's nothing really meant worth mentioning uh, new coming out except for um, the new. If you're into the Rainbow Six uh, Siege, there's a new version of Rainbow Six Siege called Rainbow Six Extraction. And uh, kind of interesting. (laughs) (laughs) It's not based on the Chris Hemsworth uh, (laughs) Netflix action movie, but uh, we can we can recommend that movie as well because that's that's a fun movie. Um, (laughs) It is free or included on, I should say, if you have Xbox Game Pass, you have access to Rainbow Six Extraction, or on any other platform, you have to pay for it. Uh, I will say this though. Uh, last week we didn't mention this because I was uh, gone. But if you have wanted to play God of War and you have a PC, it launched on PC last week. And oh man, mm. God of War! I played it on PlayStation uh, when it came out a couple years ago. It was my game of the generation That's over okay. over the over the PS4 PS4 Pro time. God of War was the best mm-hmm. game to come out on any platform in those seven years so if you haven't played it yet and you have a pc you have a gaming pc pick that up it's brand new they are only, they're only charging 50 bucks for it they're not charging the full 60 or 70 so nice. i highly highly recommend god of war now all that right. it's out on pc so all right all right all right that's it uh, all right then thank you very much oh yeah egg uh, foo I also forgot uh, he mentioned Monster Hunter Rise on PC. That one, that one came over last week too. If you if you like the Monster Hunter games, that's that's there for you. All right, thank you very much. Uh, Mr. B is is not here to ham us out. So uh... ham 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 in the back of my hamula. Yeah, call the ambulance. Hey. Oh, no, Carrie. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's, I, we need I, to extract that 
It's stretching. stretching. There's a reason. There's a reason why I didn't do a ham joke. Uh, okay, I, yeah. I just saw what you did and said no. Because <laughs> yeah. you, yeah. you can't beat Hamula. That's why. That's why. Yeah. Yes, Hamula. <laughs> Extraction. <laughs> <laughs>